Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. On this episode of Bonus Tracks, I am joined by someone who is an emerging artist that I think everybody should keep their eye on. Her new single, Synergy, is a certified bop, and I am told it is just the start of a new era of music for her. Please welcome the absolutely incredible Chloe Florence. Hello. Hello, hello. What an introduction. (laughs) That's so kind. (laughs) Thank you uh, for taking time out of your day to talk to me. Uh, Like I said, the synergy is absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you very much for having me. (laughs) Tell the folks at home uh, who may not be familiar with the new single about synergy. Yeah, so I've been working on synergy for a little while, um, for a minute. So I made an EP uh, last year and I released it. And then I started working on new music and I was kind of trying to you know, hone in on a, a bit of a different sound, a bit of a an evolved, I guess, version of my music. And uh, I gravitated towards this kind of darker, I guess, kind of sound, kind of sexier situation. Um, and yeah, I started working on Synergy. And then um, I was friends with this uh, R&B artist named Miles Lloyd, another incredible artist from Montreal. And uh, it was super random. I just kind of like listened to the the song and I was like, there's something missing. And I don't think it's me. Like, I don't think I should be the one to fill the gap. Like, and I had never had a song with a feature before, um, but it just felt super natural to kind of ask him to see like what he, he could come up with. And then the first thing he sent over ended up being like pretty much the final take. So yeah, he's amazing. And he did a great job on this uh, track. So if I wanted to build a playlist around Synergy, what's what's the best kind of vibe for it? Um, it's definitely like, not to be crude, but it's definitely like a sex song. So I'd say definitely like a sexier playlist. Um, or uh, I've been told that playing it on like a late night drives is really nice as well. Because um, I think it kind of has that like weekend, like the weekend sort of vibe. Um, so yeah, I think maybe speeding a little bit on the highway and blasting this would be a a good good scenario. <laughs> when are you most creative? Um, I'd say I'm most creative when I'm not stressed. Um, because it tends sometimes in this industry, like 
especially when you're an independent artist, you're doing a lot of things um, pretty much by yourself. Obviously, I have a great team that's helping me out, um, but your head is turned in a lot of different directions. So I find myself most creative if I'm in the studio with like good people around me that I'm working with that I that I love and that I'm also friends with and I find kind of a sense of peace and almost escape in that. So I feel like if I'm in a room where I don't feel like the outside world is like creeping in on me, like I can really just focus on whatever art I'm I'm working on, and that's when I feel my most creative for sure. So if if this interview suddenly turned into like a tiny desk concert type thing, where where does synergy fall in the set list? Um, it's kind of funny that you said that. I actually just did a, a show um, last Friday and I performed um, synergy for the first time, and uh, I put it second to last um, in my set list because I wanted people to kind of remember it. Um, and then the last song I ended up doing is is an unreleased song that's my first kind of EDM like dance uh, song. Yeah, and that hits really hard. So I feel I felt like I had to put the most energetic one at the end. But I did put um, synergy right before that to kind of set the mood. So, what advice would you give to the next generation of artists? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would definitely say to trust your instincts because I feel like um, we live in an age of like over information. Like there's, there's people telling you how to do things left and right, especially if you're an avid user of TikTok. Um, I feel like there are a lot of people um, on the musical side of TikTok that are kind of dissecting music and trying to be like, well, if you want to stand out, you have to do like this sort of thing or try this genre. But I feel like the best way to stand out is to like go inward and to just kind of look at yourself and to try not to be too influenced by the outside world. Because I find when you know yourself and when you make music for yourself and when you trust yourself, you can end up creating something really special and unique to you. So I think that that's, that's the advice I give. <laughs> How how personal is Synergy? How much of Chloe is in this song? It's pretty um, personal. It's kind of funny because when I made my last EP, it was like the thick of the pandemic. So um, a lot of the songs that I made had like, you know, they were inspired by my own personality and by my own, I guess, certain experiences, but they were definitely um, kind of, exaggerated into this like fictional world with this fictional character and this whole um, aesthetic that I created around it. Whereas the music that I'm coming up with now and that's up and coming um, next year is very much based in like my own personal experiences and almost a reflection of, of my generation's experiences. Um, and that's kind of like where I'm headed with my music. So with Synergy, that's definitely um, a big start with that. Uh, it's definitely my own personal experiences with love and relationships. Um, I had gotten out of like a two year uh, long relationship um, last summer and I kind of took a break from dating and then kind of tried to get back into dating as you do. And I found myself immensely discouraged because I found that people my age, um, like in their 20s, 
don't really understand love, um, and I, I can say myself included, I feel like we're surrounded by instant gratification and, and apps that, that promote that, that promote a sort of superficial type of dating that's very lustful. And I wanted to write a song that on one hand was very sexy and, and alluring, but on the other hand kind of held this feeling of um, desperation. Because you can hear like the first sentence or line is, I want you to stay, but you always go. And I feel like that's kind of what um, my generation uh, deals with. It's kind of like, we all want love, but we don't know how to keep it and how to nurture it. So we end up in these relationships that are situationships as we call them, or they have like dead ends or the communication is really low. Um, and yeah, I had like a series of like experiences where I was just dating and it was a lot of like very long late nights that led to nothing or, you know, um, sexual encounters that led to nothing. And it was extremely draining. And uh, yeah, so I felt like I had to sort of write a song about it. Um, so it's funny because I feel like you'll listen to it and you'll be like, oh, this is like, this is a sex song, which it definitely is. But I think that the darker layers of it sonically kind of showcase that um there's another side to it that's that's kind of sad so yeah sorry that was a really long answer <laughs> no that was fantastic thank you <laughs> if you had an extra hour in the day what would you do with it oh I think I would take that time to um paint I, I, I'm very fond of painting. I do abstract painting um, on the side and I'm trying to make it kind of a, a venture that I can actually make um, some money from. So I'm starting to find ways to like, you know, build a website and start selling my art. So I think I definitely take that extra hour to, to paint more because I find it difficult to find time to paint. And also I think I would try... Um, to play a lot more guitar because I would love to just be able to shred <laughs> on the guitar, but I'm still in the very early stages. So I feel like if I had that, that extra hour, I would definitely uh, hone in on those, those skills. Tell me about the moment that you decided to pursue music. Um, it's interesting. I don't think there was ever really um, a moment. I think that, um, I always gravitated towards music and art and, and really anything creative as a child. Um, my I grew up with like a baby grand piano in my living room um, when I was a little girl and I was obsessed with it. Like I was very curious and my dad would um, play the piano and I would just kind of like sit next to him and be super annoying and like smash the keys. Um, and I think I was always very fascinated. Like my mom would play like the quintessential like 2000s divas um like your Beyonce's and Britney Spears and that could Gwen Stefani and like that kind of thing and I would sit there and, and my mom would be like jamming to these like you know sexy tunes and I would be next to her asking her like the deep meaning behind like Madonna's like material girl and like I needed to understand like what it meant um and I was and I was like seven and super fascinated by it and even the way I, I kind of fell into singing I, I was in a school bus and there was a Fergie song that came on and I just like intuitively started to sing out loud like definitely the weirdest thing that I could have done in a school bus full of kids but like super random so it was never like I was never my parents were never like oh like you're gonna learn to do this or like we're putting you in these classes like I fully like 
begged my parents to start singing. And I think for a little while when I was in my later teens, like when I was going to college, um, I was a little bit distracted because I kind of fell into the whole like, well, you have to go to college and then you have to go to university and then you have to like find a job. And then that kind of, you know, entering that sort of (laughs) capitalist rat race of, of doing the things that you're supposed to do, quote unquote. Um, And I think that, yeah, I enjoyed school, but there was part of me that always longed to, you know, not be sitting in a classroom and to be doing all the creative things I had dreamt of doing. And it was really my first um, real heartbreak that um, threw me into like songwriting. I was always songwriting, but like really just glued to my piano and I ended up writing like 20 songs. And then I was like, cool, like I can't just like, be like okay like (laughs) let me not do anything with them um so I like literally found a producer and at like 17 begged my dad to like help me out financially and I was like please like I need to make this project um and then I made my first EP and then I made my second EP and then so on and so forth and now I'm here so yeah I think I always kind of knew I just needed a kind of moment to uh wake me out of that fog and be like hey dude this is what you're supposed to do so do it you know (laughs) what would you like people who listen to synergy to walk away with um that's a good question I so a lot of the reason that I make music and I actually have um this meaning sort of tattooed on my arm I got the word catalyst tattooed on my arm and I got it when I was like I don't know like 17 or 18 um, my mom loved love that one. Um, but I uh, I was kind of uh, obsessed and still am um, when I make art. The way people react to it is super fascinating to me. And I don't necessarily need a specific reaction. Like if I write a, a love song, I don't want you to listen to it and be like, oh, like I need to fall in love. Like it's not, I don't need like a typical reaction. I just find it very interesting in, in, in my own experiences to listening to something or reading something or watching something and being super inspired after or, or having it be the reason for me to, to go out and do something. Um, whether good or bad, honestly, I, I find that super fascinating. So with Synergy, I think it does hold that duality that I explained earlier where like on one hand, it's like a sexy song where you can like throw in a sex playlist and just like listen to it and enjoy yourself. And then on the other hand, it kind of has that like sadder, more desperate um, feeling. So I think if you listen to it and you're in a similar situation, it can either make you like fantasize about it and help you deal with the fact that you're in this like unfortunate situationship. um, Or it can sort of make you realize that damn like that's so true like maybe I don't like this situation maybe I want to get out of it so I think either or as long as it makes you feel something or I don't know react in some way like I feel like my job is is done (laughs) what kind of film would you most like to see synergy a part of wow hmm Um, like reverting to like the classic like Fifty Shades of Grey because I'm just thinking about like the sex playlist thing that I have mentioned 17 times but um, no yeah I I don't know like I think some movie like that um, yeah I don't think it would be in like an action movie per se I feel like it would have to be in some sort of like saucy 
romance or something. So tell the folks listening at home and all over the world where they can get their hands on Synergy. Yeah, so you can pretty much listen to Synergy wherever you listen to music. It's on all platforms. Um, But if you have Spotify, definitely stream it there because that would help me a lot. (laughs) And uh, add it to your playlist if you want. If you have a sexy playlist, it'll do really well in that one. And um, I also released like a music video for it. So you can look it up on YouTube and see that as well. And where can they find you on social media? Um, all my social media is at Chloe Florence official, um, except for my Twitter, which they don't let you change your username. And I made it up when I was uh, like 15 and it's space cadet Chloe. So <laughs> enjoy that. <laughs> um, thank you again for uh, coming on the show. This is, this has been absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, the, the song is, the song is great. And it is actually I've I put it on my villain era playlist and it it, it works so well. Um, so thank you, thank you for that. Um, I love that. Of course, that's so much. That's such a better answer than what I said. Damn. Okay, yeah, guys, villain era. That's the that's the next. That's the new playlist. You can put it on. That's a great one. This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.